Well, hello there, and thank you for tuning in to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure product company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom, to pussy praising, to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Our topic today is sex toys and lube. And lube, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to get deeper into this because we have a lot of specific inspiration around this topic. Uh, but before we do that, how about a little sex life update? A sex life update. Ooh, personal news. Northeast, West, South news. Yeah, okay. What's new, what's new with you? So what's new with me in the sex life? Mm-hmm. So, so you're single. I'm single. Oh, I'm still single. Still single. Um, going on almost... It's been about almost, it's been over a year since my divorce was um, initiated. It's not quite final yet. I'm just waiting on the, the decree Those from the take judge. Forever. I know. Apparently, it's really 20 minutes to get married and about <laughs> six years to get a divorce. Oh. Um, so I'm still single. I've been hanging out with, I've got two guys on the horizon right now. Even in this dating world that I'm discovering, I set my boundaries and I'm clear about what I expect out of. The situation and it's done nothing but give me good results. Like Mm. the moment I stop getting clear with the other people, and I'm kind of like, you know, letting either my emotions set in or um, letting kind of um, like the situation get the better of me, like the game of dating get the better of me, where I'm like, oh, I have all of these things. Why isn't he calling? Why isn't he texting? What's happening? Why haven't I seen him in a week? You know, I stopped and I just said, hey, I need you to show up this way for me. Mm. And, um, and basically being clear and just being like, look, I don't want to date you. I'm having fun. If you don't want me to call you a fuck buddy because you're not comfortable with that, I understand. We can be friends with benefits or we can be no no labels. Yeah. Um, but the moment I got clear on that, which was a couple weeks ago with him, the, the I just told him to step up was the moment that um, things got better. And some part of that clear is you getting clear with yourself first, checking on yourself, getting clear on what you want, and then being completely transparent about that and not totally. stepping, not giving into the fear of hurting someone's feelings. And there's ways that we can word things, of course. We're not like, you need to fucking step it up. No. But really, it, like that empowered language of, this is where I'm at. Like, this is me. You know, I'm a strong, empowered woman who has figured out what I want. And right now, I don't want to be in a relationship, but I really value you. I really like our connection. Exactly. I want to spend time with you, but I cannot commit to you. And I don't know when I will, but maybe in July, but definitely not right now. So that's, that's, and I did take advice from you. And of course, I put my own spin on it, but I did use that empowered language mm-hmm. to be like, hi, this is what I need talking about. And and he said, and he keeps going back to that. You make me feel. And I said, no, actually you're responsible for your feelings. Mm. And as individuals, we're entitled to two separate viewpoints. Help me understand how you feel mm. or why what I said you believe makes you feel that way. Mm. And that's been really helpful as well. Like the whole, like every time I check in when he says, you're making me feel this way. I said, no, actually you're responsible for your feelings. Mm-hmm. You, you are always, obviously like, unless I'm like physically 
physically assaulting you, <laughs> um, you know, that, that's, you're always responsible for how you feel. And that's mm-hmm. something in, in, you can take in the workplace. If somebody offends you, you can be like, wait, I am responsible for those feelings. What triggered that? Mm-hmm. And kind of like look into the deeper perspective. But, uh, you know, in the end about the dating, my, my news and dating, I think that <laughs> in summary, <laughs> in summary, yeah. always be clear when you're, you know, when you're in these situations. And if you have more than one revolving door, tier one, yeah. um, multiple people, multiple tier, one. Yeah. tier ones, then <laughs> Maybe one tier one, tier just two. be clear. And I think communication and if you do it you, purposefully and you're actually like, um, thinking about it, it's well thought out before you go into it and you're just like, Hey, I want to bring something up to you. Um, this is what I, this is what I need. Um, and not like you're doing this to me, but like, this is what I need. I think that the results are really like, they can be really beneficial, mm-hmm. both mutually beneficial. Cause it always should, again, the win-win, I always talk about the win-win, mm-hmm. but it should be, no one should feel like they're losing. Mm-hmm. You're both having sex. You're both having fun. You're dating, you're going out to nice dinners, have fun. It's win-win. Yeah. Just communicate. Or you're cooking at home and you're you, saving a dollar. Or you're cooking at home. Yeah, either way. You're going to Disneyland. I don't yeah, know what people are into. Whatever you're into. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. What, so tell me about your dating situation. Uh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> That's the sound of the, the dating 411. Um, so I was thinking about this the, the other day. Um, I've, been, I've been, in 2017 has been the year of dating men in their 40s. And yeah, I have just, not had a 40 plus yet. I'm on 38th. My, my yeah. oldest, I've been on a young train, the YT, the young train, the, you're the, y, the YD, the, YD. the young <laughs> Yeah. I love it. That was my old train. I remember when I used to do that when you were married and you were like, why are you on the YD girl? I, I was like, whoa, how old is he? 23? Tables have turned. Does he have any pubic hair yet? Yes. <laughs> this is what I've been finding dating men in their forties. They just really want to get to know me. And I don't know if they're, I, I think consider a lot, most of them are coming from a place of like, oh wow, there's, there's something unique here. So maybe that's it. They want to take things slow so they don't mess things up or whatever it is. And they're just right. not trying to get right in my pants, which is interesting and well, refreshing. There's, a, there's something to be said about, in my opinion, purely about men that actually don't want to just go straight for it. I think there's a level of maturity involved oh, yeah. though, for sure. Hello, 40s. Because, right. <laughs> but I feel like I'm like a teenage boy. I'm like, what? <laughs> We're not going to bang it out. Like, what's going on? I mean, that, yeah. that's why I need the 20 something. Like, I, I don't know, but I am interested in an OD as well. <laughs> on all I want somebody that has an AARP so, card. And we, decided, and we, we decided that 40s definitely is not an OD. No, no. No, no, no. AARP is what? AARP is a 55 and 55 and up is when you get your yeah. AARP card. I haven't hit one of those yet. No, I'm planning to, but. Um, yeah, so that's feeling really good. It's really feeling really good to hang out with. And this is the other thing I'm seeing about these men in their forties is there aren't games. The, no games. And this, this most mm-hmm. recent person I'm spending time with kind of along the lines of what you're talking about, but being transparent, um, there's like complete transparency, including like the vulnerability. We locked into a conversation in the middle of kind of like a loungy place. There was a whole bunch of other people there, you know, we're drinking a cocktail or two and about childhood wounding right away and no fear in going. When you first met him. First met him. Like we wow. met, met him on a blind double date and then we went to this other place and we just locked in for like an hour in this place where there's all these other people around and he's just not afraid to go into the space of like, I have wounds and I have cracks. Maturity. And like, this is the, yeah, this is Maturity. the work that I've done. And there isn't this shame, which we're, is kind of like the premise of this whole pro- podcast, right? Shame about not being perfect and not being born knowing everything and being able to show 
all of our cracks and all of our softness and all of our weakness and all of our strength, you know, all the things, all the things, April, all the things. All, that's my favorite hashtag, all, all the, the things. things. And it's just, so it's just refreshing to be around. And it, this isn't, he's done a lot of work. You know, this isn't, so if you're not one of those people, you know, even if you're 40, 50, 30, 20, whatever, and it's hard for you to go into that place, it's a matter of doing the work. Of, and doing work is like being conscious about like, basically about who you are and like kind of going in and self, I call it self-development. self-development Some people yeah. call it like self-help, but I think of self-help a little bit like crying in like the books, like the that section. section. Yeah. Like, self oh, no. But I think of self-development, like you're charging up, you're getting to know who you are. So that's amazing. And that can yeah. come with age, but also there's, there's a many there's people a lot. that are 20 I know something that are developed. In their definitely. Selves. And I also know people who are in their forties and fifties who have no way to right. tap into their vulnerability. And so it's a matter of like first admitting that there's room to grow and become a better or human or a more open-minded human or more whatever, like whole human or whatever, however you want to look at it. We're all whole, but like we have our stuff and to admit that we have stuff and then go and do the work to work on the stuff, whether it's therapy, whether it's reading books, talking to people, going to uh, retreats or whatever that looks like. And I'm infatuated with those people, by the way, that if I'm having a conversation with someone or flirting and the minute they say... They go into childhood wounding or they talk about how they've done a lot of work or they have a therapist or they go to like medicine retreats or whatever. I'm That's like, like yes, Amy's I must know more about it. Like, on the bed. Yeah. So if you want to, don't want to hit on a me. bubble bath, just go straight into childhood wounding. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And then like, <gasps> panties wet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Most people, be, that's not their jam, but apparently that's my jam. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That shows a lot about your character and yeah. who you are as a wonderful human. Oh, just, uh, you know, well, I think the other thing is like when you're doing the work, you, you want it. It's just you see the value in it, and you just want to see other people do the work too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what gets my panties wet. Let me just try to think about dominance, that. Yes. handcuffs, yes. Uh, daddy, little girl complex. Oh snap! Maybe. Oh no, I know what it is. I oh. know what it is. Oh. Um, what is it? Um, come in my pussy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fill this pussy up with cum. That's my favorite. That's another podcast we're actually oh. um, going to do, although it might be before this. We'll see. We'll see what we air first, but it might go into a little bit of a yes. dirty talk. Dirty talk. Another topic. So fun. So maybe we should go into our actual topic. Yes. We can talk about dating forever as the single women, but sex toys. So yes. You do need sex toys. Listen, I have to share a quick story about sex toys and me. Amy was the first person to ever introduce me to a sex toy. I was, I think I was like 25 or 26 years old and, um, it was, she gave me this, this external sex toy called the Leia Spot from Fun Factory. It's like this German-based sex toy company that I actually used to work with. I was the director of sales for the company later on in life after, which was like so serendipitous. But I was over in my mid-20s and I'd been in a long-term relationship. And so Amy totally just you totally popped my sex toy cherry. And literally after I started using the sex toys... literally it changed my entire life. Like I'm, I've been an advocate, just like a side note. And if, you know, if you know me, I'm totally comfortable talking about masturbation, but I was masturbating since the age of six. Like I had this bear that I used to get down on when I was like six years old. What so, part what were you doing? Just grinding or like the nose? Yeah, I was humping the nose it. Just, clit. Yeah, but it wasn't a hard nose. It was a soft nose. Oh, she likes it. It was a girl bear too in a dress. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> you know, I, I, gender, you know, gender nonconforming with the bear. <laughs> um, but I was, so I'm, I've always been an avid masturbator, but it took me, you know, from the age I started like 20 years, I guess, to like get a vibrator. But my total orgasm situation changed. And I was like, the first thing I thought was like, wow, why didn't I get one of these when I was like 18? As soon as I could, even before, I mean, in my opinion, 
I don't think that sex toys should be limited to just 18 plus, but that's a personal opinion because kids are having sex at 12 and 13 these days. I mean, and pleasure talking is about sin, it. April, it's a sin. Oh, please. We got to just use condoms, you know, just like yeah. be safe. But like, anyway, sex toys <laughs> changed my life. That's just a story that I wanted to share because, mm. and also thanks to you, Amy. Ooh, yeah. Um, April was our very first employee at Pure Pleasure, purepleasureshop.com. And she worked her way up and yep, all of that is very true. And we kind of got our start at the same time in the sex toy industry. And we see a lot of that working in that store and also working on the other side of the industry where we're actually working with retail stores and the manufacturing side. We see a lot of very interesting shaming around sex toys. Oh my gosh, totally. When I worked at Fun Factory... I'd be in Germany and we would be talking about new like product development. And, um, I would share stories like, you know, the toy doesn't necessarily hit my clitoris. Like it's supposed to. Right. And I was like, how many other people have had that experience? You know, and this is a big board of like table, (laughs) like a table of like, you know, 12 people and no one raised their hand. I said, how many people have actually used this sex toy that we're all working nobody on. <laughs> would raise their hand and i'm like, like they probably, and they probably have ever they used a sex toy in general and like There's literally some, though yeah. most of the people working at a sex toy company had never even used the toys or they were ashamed of just talking about it like well, maybe they had like, germans too so sometimes they get like germans shire is, they're kind of confusing this germans yeah, yeah. You, you can't read them either like, what? <laughs> what germans well and then the customers that we would see too this was like a regular conversation at pure pleasure was uh couples coming in to the store or even singles you know men coming in and looking for and this uh, now i'm going to actually talk about straight people right now this is very straight oriented this hetero part. hetero oriented um, people coming in and men looking around and looking at the, the sex was like, well, my woman doesn't need that. Or, totally. or women looking around and being like, I don't know if I can get that. My man might be threatened by it. And there is this idea that the body should be enough. The cock should be enough. The pussy should be enough. Like they should be able to handle everything and that there isn't room for more. And it's kind of sad that we can't look at it as like, it's like an added bonus. Like why not make things even more spicy and exciting? It's so... In my opinion, and granted, I, I I know that you know both of us are empowered women, but in my twenties, I wasn't. It did change my sex life though with my ex boyfriend. When I began, I just kind of brought it up to him. I said, "Look, I want to try this toy with you because obviously there were there was a there, at that time in my life in my in my mid twenties when I was dating him for like six years." It was few and far between that I would have an orgasm during sex with him. It was very like, you know, typical kind of missionary, missionary, occasional doggy style. Was it like rabbit sex? Like jackrabbit? Bam, 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 kind bam, of. Bam. I actually don't even remember the sex that well, like detail wise, but I do remember incorporating the sex toy into it and bringing it up in like this really like nice way. Like, Hey, and not saying like, you haven't given me an orgasm Your in some time. Your isn't doing its job. Right. I was just <laughs> like, can we try this? And so, and he was, I, I brought it up in such a nice way that he was like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, sure. And I think that the, the stigma with a lot of men and even like a guy that I'm currently having sex with, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, we talk dirty and stuff, but he'll be like, yeah, you don't need that sex toy. Do you? Do you? Yeah. And I'm like, like, fuck that sex toy. I, I know. <laughs> I was like, whoa, don't talk bad about my sex toys. Yeah, girl, you know what I do? <laughs> I, so I do want to give a shout out though to like the 
enhance the enhancing qualities yeah, like the of bonus. sex. It's a bonus. It's a bonus. Yeah. And then I guess one of the fears is there's like the idea that we're going to acclimate to the sex toy or habituate to it. And that once we, especially with vibrators, right? Like we did, there's, it's true that vibrators are really powerful. And when we use a vibrator on our clit and it gives us an orgasm within one minute, 30 seconds or whatever it is, like a, like a magic wand or something along those lines, then all of a sudden when we use our fingers, that might take longer. And but that's the brain functioning. So right. let's get clear, people. The Urban biggest legend. The biggest sex organ in your body is your brain. It's not your genitals. And it's an urban legend because I thought this is maybe where you were going, but maybe you were going to get there. Yeah. But yes, the brain is obviously is in charge of so many things. It's with, it's, it's interpretation in of what's happening. It's not the actual like the body. The clit doesn't change. You put the vibrator in there, and all of a sudden, it takes thirty seconds to get off to that vibrator, and the clit has transformed. It's the brain being like, oh. That only takes 30 seconds. And now the finger's taking a lot longer. I'm just, I want the vibrator and now I'm not patient. Well, people also think that vibrators, and this is like seriously an urban legend, vibrators will not destroy the nerves in no. your clitoris. In fact, they cause more blood though. The, they bring right. more blood to so the So your area. vulva is the outside, right? That's like what we call um, the labia, the clitoris. That's your vulva. The inside's the vagina. But people, a lot of times, many folks, including myself, love like external stimulation on the vulva. Your vulva is not going to get damaged yeah. from using a vibrator. It's totally, it's, it's completely, that's what I hear a lot from people. They're like, even people in the industry, I've said that to me. Customers of mine, they'll be like, I don't want to use a vibrator because I'm like, can I, can I send you a toy? Um, and they're like, I don't want to use it. I don't want to get desensitized. I'm like, girl. Or and it's, and it desensitizes is really the wrong word for it. Like what could happen is, as I was saying, the brain is like, well, this, this thing takes 30 seconds and now my fingers or this cock or whatever it is, is taking longer. I'm not having that 30 second orgasm. And then we're like, we're really impatient people. And so we resort back to the sex toy, which is totally fine because orgasms are orgasms. Like, yeah. why are we complaining? People are having pleasure. Stop complaining how I, it happens. How, and it should be. It should be like, however you can get off, feel yeah. good about it. If you know, if you are the, any, any consensual sex, all is consensual sex is good. Great sex. sex. Yeah. Yes. And if you're someone who has habituated to the vibrator where it feels like your brain is said, like, I don't want to wait for, to get off for however long it takes with fingers or a cock or a dildo or whatever you're playing with. Um, you can unlearn that or retrain yourself and it just takes patience. And so you start to masturbate with the lower setting of the vibrator and you might not come right away or you might not come that day. Or just use the hand. Or using the hand and you might not come right away or that day either, but you keep doing that and then your brain will rehabituate. So it's, it's not a permanent thing. It's not changing your anatomy. It's not breaking anyone. It's enhancing things. And if you get to a point where your brain has got stuck on it, you can, it's, it's easy to undo. Are you ready for the Unleashed Tour, where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. 
Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. What's up, Shameless Sex Fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also, let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's or, my happily ever after, yeah, where's Amy? My ha- yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the, the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. If you, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do what I do, because I have my, I'm addicted to, pretty much addicted to my magic wand. It's, it used to be made by Hitachi, but it's like this literally back massager. But so when I'm home, I use that as like my special treat. I call it the Xanax for my vagina, Ooh, my vulva. Good one. Good um, one. You should tell, you should tell the, the Vibratex people that. I should. Vibratex makes it. But what I do, so because I love sex toys so much and I have zero shame about using sex toys and zero using them bucks. with any of the dudes I'm hooking up with, I have these little bullets. Actually, Fun Factory makes them that I used to, like, I got a bunch of them when I worked there. They're little um, bullet vibes. So they're, like, tiny. They have, like, five speeds, and they're waterproof, and they're super powerful. I'll bust that out during playtime, and the number one, usually the, the, the guys involved are like, whoa, didn't expect that. But then they also get into it. Cause mm-hmm. I don't even ask them. I'm not like, Hey, can I use this with you, babe? Can I have I'm permission? like, Hey, this is what I need for me. So have, <laughs> have at it. Like, I'm going to just going to go for this. So you can just get like five bullets, one for every purse. Boom. You're set. Yeah, Whatever you're doing. Pockets and purse. Or and pockets. One in your sock. I oh, don't know. Yeah, I have Always one in every, all my purses. I'm just speaking from, I'm like, Oh, here's a bullet. Every oh, what drawer, surprise. Every drawer. <laughs> Always prepared. You know, and I find in the dating world, and I've whipped out a vibrator, like most of the people that I've, or not even just dating people that I'm actually like in relationships, whether whatever it is, they're kind of excited about it. They're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, that's hot. I want to watch you use that on yourself and have mind-blowing orgasms. And there's the occasional person that has, brings in the shaming factor because they have their own stuff with their masculinity, that they have this idea that their cock is supposed to provide all of the fun. And yeah, cocks can provide a lot of fun. And here's just an added bonus to spice things up. Well, I can, I, I think that if, you know, you're, you're sitting, listening to this podcast and perhaps you own a vibrator or perhaps you don't, 
I would recommend just starting, just starting to think about it in a way that you're like, that could be really fun. Mm -hmm. And then get something that's good for external use. That's maybe smaller. So you don't have to commit to this big, like rabbit looking vibrator that, you know, is maybe it starts small and then go big. Yeah. Unless you know your G spot stuff, you know, if you know that you like your G spot kind of worked or, or, um, maneuvered, then you want an internal vibe. But yeah, I mean, if you're new to vibrators, we can get into the classification. I was just going to also mention, like, just think about it. If you never have had a vibe, start small. And then I'd say just introduce it. If you're in a committed relationship, a monogamous relationship, and maybe you've never talked to your partner about it, um, just casually bring it up. Like, hey, I really want to just try this. Can we just try it to see what happens? And if you're in a non-committed or you know open thing or you're dating, like put a bullet in your bag and, and or your pocket and bring it, bust it out and see what happens. Just try it out. Like what's the worst that could happen? You just have an orgasm? Yeah, or you can go on a date with the person to the sex shop and pick a toy together. Ooh, that's a good one. Go in there and then just have them like, so which one do you think we should use? And just gauge their interest. Ooh, sexy. That is so fun. And it's fun to see their reaction and, and you know, people's level of comfortability they change go in there, from section like, oh God, oh to section yeah. from like anal plugs to... Well, it would, it would also be a good way if it's a newer relationship or a newer dating circumstance to figure out how open is this person? Like, are they equally as open? And maybe you're not open. Maybe you don't even want to go into a sex shop. But maybe you would think of yourself as an open-minded person suggesting that maybe like, the fourth date. Like, let's go right. check out this sex shop. Let's go and walk into Pure Pleasure and see what they have and check out their reaction. Well, sex toys have come such a long way from, like, the 50s when, like, the first... They were know, huge. They, they were, were huge, yeah. metal, crazy-looking devices. They looked it like medical like devices. So, they looked like something that you're going to use to, like, cut wood. Like, they were, right. like, a huge saw or something. So, and, and now there's high-end. So I work for a male um, vibrator company, as you know, called Hot Octopus, and we specialize in um, toys for um, a penis, basically. We're, we're stemming into vulva vibrating toys soon, like in the next few months, and we're going to have um, toys for female bodies. But um, the cool thing is that we, like Hot Octopus makes these products that are designed to fit over the penis, stimulate the frenulum using this pulse plate technology that actually, if you have like your partner, you want to use it with a partner, like you have like a hetero situation happening and you want to use it like put the device on the penis, it stimulates the frenulum, which is like the head of the penis. If you look at the penis, there's on the tip. Um, what is it? It's like the, it looks like almost like an acorn. It's like the webbing. Well, the webbing. About, yeah, the whole head or the, yeah, it looks like it's the webbing. Kind of like the under, frenulum, under your tongue. Right. Yeah, that the portion. Well, yeah. That's what, the, so people can have an ejaculation with this mm. technology, but it's also fun to incorporate it. Like I've incorporated it into some experiences and... Because typically you think about a vibrator and you think about it for a female body. Yeah, I mean, that happens for, yeah, all the time. Vibe, but, yeah. but also incorporating the your if you are you know into dating um, things with penises, things things things, things humans, humans yeah. with penises. <laughs> um, think you could use a toy for him instead mm. of just thinking about a toy for you. That's also an interesting way to maximize sex toys in a, you know, a hetero situation. There's so many options out there. So many there. options. Yeah. So oh, many and there's options. so many high-end options. That's yeah. where I was going with it. Yeah. Nowadays, how beautiful are the vibrators looking? They're, it's, yeah, it's, some of them are what? Some of them are blue, work with a Bluetooth. Like you oh, can yeah. vibrate someone from there's China. Apps. Yeah. There's all kinds of crazy, crazy things. So yeah. yeah. So what are your favorite, some, this, like mm. your top three favorite sex toys? 
So, Other than so we got hot octopus, the hot, hot octopus, octopus, the pulse uh, solo There's and duo, pulse solo and duo. Check it out. That's my company. They're amazing. They're from London, baby, London, soggy, soggy London. <laughs> um, Sold on London. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing, amazing company, and it's ethical. There's also all these ethics involved in sex toys, which I do want to talk about at some point. But favorites first to not get ADD on you. So definitely hot octopus. The previous company I used to work for, well, it's still called Fun Factory. They've been around for 20 years. They're really leading in innovation. Amazing German company, great business ethics. They make a ton of different toys. From them specifically, Fun Factory, the Miss B. It looks mm-hmm. like Miss Vi, but it's M-I-S-S space B-I. Such yeah, a great toy. I've seen that toy. It's Two amazing. motors. Yeah. It has like 69 functions. Well, that, one of the great things is it has that duo thing going on. So you can do the internal stimulation for the, the, the vagina and the G-spot. Then you have the clitoral stimulator and then it's rechargeable it's waterproof and it's bendable so you can form fit it to your body because we're all so different totally and one time i was in arizona and hooking up with this polyamorous older couple (laughs) this one time this one time in arizona and i had sent them i'd met them at an airport like we months before and uh, i had sent them um a miss b and then they like busted it out and like when you were hooking up yeah. Well, I didn't hook up with him. I just was hooking up with her, but they busted those out. And it was really funny because I was like, wow, this is like an ad for Fun Factory because they had two because they mm. went and bought one. They thought it was broken. Oh. So they went and bought oh, one. They, so the guy the came out like- the lock was on. Yeah, the lock yeah, was on. So he lock. bought another one because they were like really like, you know, they were in their, you know, 50s, 60s. But so I guess that does count as- but there you go. I didn't hook up with him though. 50s, 60s. Maybe yeah. she's a um, an OV. Yeah, maybe. Hold that. Hold that. But he came out like with, because there's a handle on the product. I'm so sorry. I wanted to tell his story to somebody at some point. Now I'm going to tell all of you. Everyone. So he comes out with, and there's little, like the handle has a loop. So just for easy holding. And he came out like holstering like a gun. Like, oh, because he had one in each hand. One oh, in each hand. Like, awesome. yeah, ladies. So the Miss B. Anyway, Miss, that. Miss B. Yeah, Miss B. And fun fact about April is that she sends care packages to everyone that she hooks up with. I even when they're do. overseas in places like Australia and Chile. I do. <laughs> Oh, I and I have and I and this is I a will. Sex toy for you and your future endeavors. I, tr- I just travel all over the world and I'm like here, like enhance your experience later. Well, and, and part of that's all. Yeah, exactly. Ridding the shame. Like there's no shame in 100%. this. Like, thank you for the good times and here you go. Now yeah. go and share this with the world and t- help share to- this with your next experience yeah. or partner. So, Add um, a bonus. I think so. Okay. So we ha- talked about hot octopus products, which are amazing. We talked about Fun Factory, Miss B. And then you also love the magic wand. You said I, that. That is my yeah. go-to mm-hmm. magic wand because Guaranteed it's just orgasm. always it's <laughs> so powerful and so easy. And then I, I do love my bullet from Fun Factory, but WeVibe also makes a really good bullet called mm-hmm. the Tango. Yeah, yeah. That's really nice as well. Absolutely awesome. The little bullets are just so convenient because they're powerful, but they still... Um, get the job done. Mm. Not as quickly as a magic wand, but somewhat. Much less bulky. And then I'd say, you know, to be honest, with vibrators, I kind of have my go-to, but I think um, getting in some internal G-Spot love, like the best G-Spot toys are probably, because G-Spot... We should tell them where the G-spot is in case you don't know. Yeah, we'll have a whole other episode on G-spot and squirting, but up and in, curved up and in towards the body, up towards the pubic bone. So it's not like up and in around a corner and through a maze. It is literally like a half a finger's length in. You curve it up towards the belly button. It's not like a spot that you necessarily notice, but it has kind of a spongy tissue that feels different from the rest-ish, kind of like the roof of your mouth, but more spongy. 
Uh, and when you press into it, it feels like you're pressing into your bladder. Right. Exactly. And it almost has that intense feeling when you get G-spot stimulation of like, um, like you have to pee, like yeah. you get like, Oh, but it but has this, maybe you're going to ejaculate. I don't right. know. Go with it. Go with it. Right. Yeah. And certain, like the guy that I'm hooking up with on a reg now, tier one is constantly hitting <laughs> that, hitting that G spot. And I'm like, yeah, you get in my G spot. Oh, you're, you're juicing all over the place. I'm just juicing it. So you can also access the G spot if you use like a butt plug mm. and then you have vaginal yeah. stimulation. A lot of times because it's a certain size butt plug, like two and a half or three inches about in if you insert that, it puts pressure from the mm-hmm. anterior side. Yeah. Makes like kind of tightens the vaginal canal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's also a good way to, um, to get in there. What's another one of my favorite toys? So uh, that's three. What did you, how many did you want me to do? Five? I said three, but you already did five. Oh. <laughs> we did at least four. Oh shoot. I have so many. So she loves sex toys. That's well, nice. I'll take it over from that note because when I use sex toys, um, I'm actually like the, most of the times I'm using sex toys, it's for anal play. Otherwise I don't use a lot of sex toys. Right. Fun fact about me, I went on a vibrator strike when in 2012. I remember that. Yeah. Cause I, I had my first orgasms from a vibrator and that was great. I was having orgasms First orgasms ever. Yeah. When I was 18, first orgasm from a vibrator, water dancer, oh, Vibratex. From, from a vibrator, but not yeah. in general, just from a vibrator. From a vibrator okay. gave me my very first orgasm. And continued to only have orgasms from vibrators. And then when I was 25, I started to learn how to more have. Wait, backtrack for one second. Yes. Because did, am I getting these two facts right? Because yeah. I did not know this. So your first orgasm in life was at 18 with a vibrator. Dude, wow, yeah. that's amazing. I wasn't a masturbating child. I was a masturbating child. I was a little mad. I, I'm the one to open up a sex shop. To- <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm your best customer. Your baby, it was baiting everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna. I didn't. It's, I, I like. I explored my body a little bit at a young age, but. It wasn't for pleasure. It was more for curiosity. And it wasn't because there was shame. There just okay. wasn't this like big drive. I didn't discover like, oh, there's, I didn't discover my clitoris. I think that's what wow. it is. I don't think I ever discovered my clitoris until that time. Or I just didn't spend a lot of time using my hands to touch myself. And, um, and then when I was 18, I got my first vibrator and I had already been sexually active for a couple of years. Had my first orgasm, ejaculated for my first orgasm Whoa, with cool. a vibrator on my clit was freaked out, but embraced it. Like I knew what it was, but then still was a little hesitant about it. Like a little unaware, knew, knew what it was, but also shamed myself and um, questioning it like this. I don't, I don't know. I keep making this little puddle every time that I have an orgasm. Right. Uh, and so my body, uh, you know, my subconscious self turned it off, you know, stopped ejaculating for a number of years. And then I was 25 or 26. It got turned back on by someone who milked that juice, but Nice. Real well. And that's nice. Nice. And that's how I started to learn from there. It was kind of this journey to have uh, orgasms and ejaculation from internal stimulation and G-spot stimulation. Female ejaculation is amazing too. And we'll do a podcast on that. There'll be a lot because we're juicy, juicy women. I I know because that's like one of my favorite things. And just as a segue, my um, Hitachi, or just now it's called Magic Wand, is responsible for a lot of my ejaculations. It's interesting that, so I think the majority of people that are ejaculating are having more from internal stimulation on the G-spot, which is wonderful. And when you get a more powerful sex toy, that's like a vi- like a, like a wand that penetrates deep in the body. Penetrates the wrong word. The vibrations are so strong on the clit. It's like a deep thudding vibration, like a, like the um, like a brr- magic brr- wand. Brr- yeah. Brr- and that it, versus that me. Yeah, like a like a not a, a deep penetrative vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it goes, got it. It goes deep in there, and it's so powerful that it, it in my opinion, it's 
vibrating massaging the g-spot to the point where you're having this ejaculatory orgasm that makes so much sense because that's what happens to me and sometimes i i can feel it building and then i'm like when i use the the wand the magic wand i'll feel it building and then i'm like okay this is definitely gonna be on and i'll have to hold back so i'm like i don't feel like changing the sheets right now <laughs> like, change sheets yesterday. like just change yeah. them ah! but it's so fun to incorporate that what i've been doing too is using that magic wand while i'm being penetrated mm. and then ejaculating on the dude that is just that is, those are some yummy that's a lot of orgasm that's a lot of things <laughs> happening see how yeah. great it is just to talk with like incorporate sex toys into things you can ejaculate mm-hmm. you can also though we do need to touch on how um building the pelvic floor muscle strength oh, by yeah. use of kegels kegel balls um is really helpful to female ejaculate as well because yeah. kegel balls are another sex toy that are necessarily not for pleasure purposes yeah, but I use them as a toy like you find them in a sex shop and they're kind of like a health and wellness right item. but they're they're very essential to and vaginal health i have met a customer who actually used it as a toy like they would pop it in and out so it would massage the oh. labia in and out kind of like uh, anal beads but for the vulva okay yeah creative. we we should touch though on so we s- talked about our favorites you didn't Oh, with your oh yeah. Though. Well, the moral of the story is vibrator strike in 2012. It oh, doesn't mean I was strike. completely turned off from them, but then now they only come out for special occasions. Like, and it isn't mm. like, oh my God, it's your birthday. It's not like that. <laughs> it's more of there's a deep inspiration behind it. Either I'm having sex with someone and I'm just so driven to spice it up. There's that bonus part. Like I'm already having a really good time. Like I want to make it even hotter, whip out this vibrator. And my partner looks at me like, yes, this is like, I get to watch watch you while I'm inside of you, watch you using this vibrator on your clit and then orgasm all over me. And they can feel the vibrations too. Like it feels good for them too. It's It's true. Yeah. So cock um, rings are also a good way to incorporate vibrating cock cock rings. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of those, but they're, they are a good one because they're more buzzy. I like more of the thuddy things if I did use a vibrator. And then when I am using toys, the other thing I'm doing is using if it would be like any time I do anal toys are involved. Okay. Uh, because I like you know plugs are so useful to relax the muscles and and I'm just really think anal play is super hot and um lube. Let's talk about lube for a second here. Lube, Give lube, me on the lube. lube topic. All right, this I is, love lube. Lube yes, for everybody. This is one thing that drives me crazy is when I hear people all genders saying, "Oh, we don't need that. I don't need that. Why would I need that?" And as if our bodies are supposed to produce enough lubrication just because we're aroused. And I know this, this is a myth. This is a misconception. There's this wonderful book called Come As You Are. And it talks about this thing called arousal non-concordance, meaning that our arousal level and the actions of our body, the behaviors, the symptoms do not actually match. So just because we're super aroused doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to have a rock hard erection um, because maybe you're drunk and you know there, things aren't always hand in hand. Or sometimes yeah. you get erections in the morning, but you're not super aroused because you just get fucking morning wood. That's what happens. Right. Or vice versa with lubrication. Um, just because we're super aroused doesn't mean that we have this dripping wet pussy. And there's a lot of things that come into play there. It isn't just like drugs and alcohol, but hormones, stress. There's so many things. Not They're, drinking enough water in the day. Yeah, not being hydrated. We have different glands that produce different fluids and sometimes they get blocked. Or you had a tampoon shoved up there all day. <laughs> yes, that affects it. That definitely soaks things up quite quite well. So there's a lot. I think it's a really... Um, 
harmful misconception to assume that lubrication means arouse and that if someone isn't lubricated, there's something wrong with them or they must not like you or they must not be turned on. And it is an important, it is something that can be a symbol of arousal. I think what's more important is looking for like the juiciness or not juiciness, but like the engorgedness of the vulva of like seeing like it's more puffy and also insensitive. Ask your partner. Are you ready for penetration? Like, can I, are you like, I'm starting to put a finger inside of you and like starting to put it in more and, um, do you want more? Is this okay? Is this, or can I like ask getting the permission? communication thing again. Yeah. A lot, a lot of vulvas have never been asked to be penetrated. They just get penetrated. It's true. Yeah. I'm always like, Hey, bust that lube. Uber lube's my yeah. fault. Uber lube is the best. Uber it's lube's silicone. So there's, okay, let's talk about kinds of lubes yeah, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's important. So there's water-based lubes. Yes. Which is water soluble and your skin absorbs it and you can use it with any toy and you use it with all condoms. So that, and that was, that's usually, it's easier for the body, the body absorbs it. Yeah. So if you are prone to getting yeast infections or. Well, so on that note, I will say, so the thing with yeast infections is what's happening is you're introducing, um, natural matter into the vagina and it gets some sort of, you know, their bacterial growth based on that. And so. The thing with Uber Lube is it does not have any natural matter in it. It's a silicone lube. It's just silicone, little vitamin E, and it does not throw the pH balance off. So therefore, it does not cause yeast infections. Um, If you're trying to get pregnant, it's not an issue. Now, all water-based lubes, they have natural matter in them. There's no way around it. So if you're someone that gets yeast infections easily or you're trying to get pregnant or... um, or you, you're one of those people that just gets, like, there's so many people that are so sensitive to the lube and like, I get rashes from lube. I need something that's hypoallergenic. Water-based actually isn't your best choice. I never use water-based lube. I, yeah, I don't either. And please, people, take this advice to heart. Don't buy KY or uh, any of those lubes that are like Astroglide. Those are There's so probably, many better lubes. I mean, those think are like about, the Victorian era lubes, right? And th- and and that like I understand that those were probably the only accessible lubes to people back then. But like those are like dinosaur lubes. You don't yeah. want to use those. There's so many better lubes out there that are like mm-hmm. going to be good for your body. People are you know concerned with organic food and they're you know concerned with exercising, but like. You have to also put good things. That is a very, very osmotic membrane. Your vagina, yeah. your ass. You're gonna soak in all the toxins. It absorbs everything. Your everything. mouth and your cock, your ass, your pussy. It is their mucous membranes. They absorb anything you put on it more so than you put something on your hand. Like it's this right. number one place where you want to use natural things, or not even natural, but things that don't harm it. Right. So. And, and and that now Uber Lube is silicone. So we talked about water-based lubes. For water-based lubes, I think probably the best option out there would be like maybe like the Sliquid makes that organic yeah. line that's really good. I like the Sliquid. It's made in the USA. The Oceanics. Yeah, there's okay. this nice. I think it has like a seaweed extract on it, and it just feels good. It lasts a decent amount of time for a water-based. And with water-based lubes, if you just add a little bit of saliva when it starts to get, you know, when it starts to right. soak in yeah. or dry up, um, just add a little saliva to it, and it'll it'll start to get its um slickness back but Slickwid, check that lube company out that they make um some decent water-based lubes and then for silicone-based lubes uber lube is definitely where it's at as amy was saying it has the vitamin e that's like mm. that's what i use it actually moisturizes the skin the thing so that you good. have to be careful with with using like if you buy silicone toys yeah silicone silicone you can't really use silicone lube because unless it's like a really, you know, I don't want to say expensive, but if you know it's medical grade silicone, just wash your toys if you're going to use silicone lube on it. But, oh, yeah, don't let it 
sit on there and, yeah, and fester. Yeah, marinate. And, I mean, for the most part, it's probably better just not put silicone on your silicone toy because you don't really – not everyone knows the quality of their toy. True. And if you're going to do it, wash it off right away. Wash it off right away. So another good, I think, silicone lube would be – what's another good one? Pure. Pure is good. It's like PJUR. It's from Germany, yeah. y'all. Yeah. Um, and but then, I like Uber Lube better. But Uber Lube is, is <laughs> where it's at. It comes in this cute little bottle. I have it on my nightstand because it looks just like a cosmetic. And I busted it it's out the other discreet. night during playtime. Oh. And the guy was like, that's such a cute bottle. I'm like, yeah. It's- oh, because he's very very fashionable. Well, he's fashionable. He's also from Chicago. And I was like, you know, it's from Chicago. He's oh like, God, oh, I love, love it. Shut up. I like even more. He's like dousing and stuff. Like, yeah. All over. Totally. No, I, I call myself the Tin Man in the bedroom because I'm like, I need some more lube. Lube me up. Lube me up. I am such a tin woman as well. Yeah. It's like lube. I mean, I carry Uber Loop in my purse. I have it on my nightstand. They have a really great travel kit, like a little good to go. And we're not sponsored by them, P.S. We just are like huge advocates for that company. Like we're only going to tell you y'all the The best, the best of the best. Um, also, also, what's about oil based so I just, okay. oh my gosh, we were totally on the oh, same no. So I will say this. I want to tell, I'm so sorry. I want to tell a quick story totally because, sorry. okay, so I'm all about like natural things. Like I use a lot of like organic hair products and makeup and whatnot. I try at my hardest. But, um, I, so coconut oil, I was all like, yeah, coconut oil. So I was using it with, um, you know, with my, monogamous partner when I was in a monogamous relationship back, you know, over a year and a half ago. And it was great because there weren't any condoms involved. Well, um, I didn't realize one night I was hooking up with this guy and we were using condoms and he was putting coconut oil all over the condoms, which breaks down the condom. I freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, we've been using coconut oil the whole time because oil, like oil-based lubes break down latex. And Amy, I'm sure can talk about that with her, from her educated standpoint. But I like literally freaked out because it like is breaking down this latex. So making it less um, safe for me to have sex with this person who I wasn't monogamous with. So I was freaking out. So do not use Oil-based lubes with condoms, people. Please take my advice. Mm-hmm. Take my, my or, learn yeah, from my just experience. No coconut oil, no olive oil, no lotions. No I mean, lotions. Yeah, then just not like, oh, we ran out of lube. Let's put a lotion on the condom. No. Terrible idea. No. That'll probably give you yeast infection too. Um, yeah, coconut oil is 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 great to a certain degree where it's like an, antifungal. I've even seen research studies where it actually can help to get rid of yeast infections. Right, I've like, heard that like too. More so than monostat. And uh, for people who get yeast infections really easily, they just want to stay from oils in general. Coconut oil might be a if good friend for the brain. bacteria vaginitis, you can stick a tampon, a tampoon, that I call tampoon. with soaked in coconut oil in your vagina for two hours and it'll go away. Yeah, that's... I've yeah. done that. Yeah, there's a lot I've of... I've had BV once or twice. Me too. It happens. When did I, well, I started around like age 25 or 26. So that's the same it's just you. from pH being thrown off by different deox. Deox. That's another episode. <laughs> Um, but I think that would be an important episode, actually. Like, I know so many women that when they had BV, that it was this this like ongoing two year crisis that they could didn't know how to deal with right. and how to work. But we'll we do, that do another, yeah, hacks another. and tricks for hacks getting to have a healthy vagina, ha- keeping the yeah. pH balanced. Yeah. Well, there's so, so with oils, I don't if you're using condoms, just don't use oils in general. I think coconut oil is a little more friendly. With I latex, love but just the oil based lube that I used to get all the time from this shop is from the UK, actually, as yes. well. 
and it's just called Yes. They make so if you if you are not prone to needing to use condoms or prone to getting yeast infections because the oil sits on top of your skin, which makes it less breathable. Mm. So that's why some people can be sensitive. But I use Yes, and it's made from like almond oil and like all of these different extracts and it's all shea mostly organic butter, shea yeah. butter. It smells really nice. So if you like, even have a vanilla one with like that, real Madagascar yes. vanilla, but Ma- Moroccan or Madagascar. Madagascar yeah. Like so you put that on vanilla. a duck and you suck it and it tastes real good. Like Cause I used to do that. Lollipop. Yeah. Like a vanilla <laughs> lollipop. You're like, mm, this is pleasant. This is delicious. So, um, I'm a huge oil based lube fan and Uber lube is mm. silicone, but that yeah. if I need silicone lube, for condoms, I'll use Uber Lube. I don't really use water-based lube ever. And then I use um, Yes if I want like just slick, like slick Rick status without a And condom. I, I want to say on a note as being a single person, you know, you all said that – or we, we discussed that if um, I'm dating someone and they're like childhood wounding and I like to go to medicine journeys and I have a therapist and I'm really turned on. If a man has lube and really good lube, I'm or I'm even more turned on. Like that, to me, is like fuck yes. You give him a quiz. You're like, how's your childhood wounding? You what kind of lube, lube do you use? You don't own lube. You're out. <laughs> you're astroglide in that drawer. I am leaving. <laughs> I think we, we are just, done because it shows that they're aware that they're coming. They're prepared. Like by the way, if we're doing anal, you better have lube. Otherwise, there's no anal. Don't I don't want yeah. your like finger near my See, ass. I expect a guy to since I'm dating to come prepared with condoms. If uh, he doesn't come yeah. prepared with condoms, I'm like. Mm-mm. Mm. I come prepared with all my artillery, which is like, hey, this is my lube of choice, <laughs> and hey, here's my little sex toy that I want to use. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's just getting rid of the shame around using these things, using sex toys, using lube. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough that your cock or your pussy or whatever you're playing with doesn't have all the tools and all the it's skills. It's just going to make it better. Your genitals are wonderful, yeah. and these are all bonuses that make the experience even better. And so. more pleasurable. Yeah. Because even though you could also, just on like another lube note lastly, you could be all charged up in the beginning and actually have be producing a lot of fluid. But change. then yeah. it changes during the course. That happens to me frequently where I'm like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm wet, wet and yeah. ready. And then, you know, we start without lube. And then midway, I'm like, hey, I, I'm this isn't stop, it's stopping like um, produ- my vag is, I'm like, is this thing on? It's not producing. Yeah. Hello, um, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> so I'll go and get the lube and it's, it's actually a nice, we take a break, we, you know, grab a sip of water and put on some lube and then boom, oh, yeah. water, ready for water a round two. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Water breaks are great. Water breaks, lube breaks. I do want to get into, so that that's about lube. So feel good about lube, but with sex toys, I think we want to cover something um, called different categories of sex toys. Because mm-hmm. I think like you walk into a sex toy store, like a lot of people get overwhelmed. Like where do they go? What do they shop for? What do they do? Well, and some of them are just like clutter central. It depends on what you're looking at like, right. or, what, or what you're looking for and what store you're in. If you're in like your porn shop or your Walmart of sex toys, then it can be a little confusing. I would say, so when people talk about a rabbit vibrator, like if you, you know, if you ever watch Sex in the City back in the day, they had this whole episode surrounding the rabbit. Like she got addicted, but rabbit style vibrators. That's what <laughs> she, she just got addicted to. Um, the sensation of using a vibrator because she hadn't yeah. used one before, which was great. Like I'm, I'm addicted. I love it. She's not addicted. Uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> it's not a real addiction. No, it's not. I a mean, real addiction. it can be, but yours is not. 
No, you're right. But so would you, when you're looking for a rabbit style, so rabbit style vibrators are anything with like dual action, like two motors, like an ex- internal and an external, like the Miss B I talked about. And then you have like um, an external vibe, which is like your Hitachi magic wand, any wand or like the bigger ones. Then you have something like couples vibes, which couples vibes is like the Wii vibe. People may or may not have heard of the Wii vibe. It's like you wear part of it inside the vagina. And then uh, if your hetero partner is penetrating you or you know, you, you basically, his penis will be going inside and both of you are feeling the vibration. Which There's, could also be used by non-hetero people who you could wear and you can have fingers inside of right. you or maybe for a dildo, but then the dildo is not going to feel very much either. But yeah. True. Yeah. And then dildos. So people uh-huh. always think about like, oh, they call you're, by, they're, they confuse the names. Right. Yeah. Dildos are usually, they're usually like non-vibrating items well, they're that have a penetration. base and they're for penetration. So there's a difference, like a vibrator can be external and or internal or combo dildos are always penetration dildos you could definitely use externally but they're always designed for penetration right mm-hmm. and sometimes they vibrate sometimes they don't right so that's the difference so if you're shopping you're like you're like i want a dildo think about that as like a penetrative device versus i want a vibrator which is like it's a lot gonna of options for what a lot of means. options yeah. right mm-hmm. then you have like your anal section right so anal section are like mm, beads, your plugs, beads, beads and plugs and we're gonna do a whole anal podcast just awesome. to let you anal. know but the anal section is just like preparatory anal devices gives you pressure feels good then there's like toys for the boys right there's like penis toys so like my hot octopus um toys are in usually the penis other masturbation sleeves and there's masturbation sleeves which are like quote-unquote pocket pussies those yeah. are like masturbation sleeves but there's ones that can be anything there's like there's like pocket asses pocket asses there's pocket mouths avatar vaginas oh my god yeah pocket <laughs> there's, aliens there's pocket <laughs> aliens there's all sorts of things <laughs> and then there's also like you know your fetish section which those are also fun sex toys and we're gonna do a probably a whole section podcast on on fetish play and fun oh, and whip yeah. me spank me something yes yeah, so we'll have a whole little a whole little deal on kink and fetish and all that and all stuff. all the things all the things yes and i guess the other what what am i missing sectional there you have your health and wellness kegel exercises then right. you have lubes and condoms and books and dvds and massage oils and all all, all that jazz things. all the things and so you go in there and you're looking for something and you're in a store that is what we'd call sex positive, meaning that they don't shame sexuality and they promote healthy and sexuality that all sex is good sex. You know, ask your local sex shop employee right. for, for what you're looking for. But and it's I, ballsy. I, it's, it's, it's scary. It's, it is scary. But I would say, like, as a takeaway, you get what you pay for with sex toys. And nowadays, sex toys have come so far. They're rechargeable. You don't need batteries anymore. Well, they're also... Those, yeah, there's, they're, they're, they're available. They're available. Yeah. There are battery-operated ones still. Of course. Yeah. Every, for every budget, there's something. And yes, you do get what you pay But you for. get what you pay well, Some of them are warrantied for two years. There's lifetime warranties. They're Usually, they're all waterproof now you can take them in the bathtub and the jacuzzi they're um deep sea diving i would ju- just suggest spending a bit more for your budget and just getting something um with a warranty that's um better for your body better made with better materials um and you know medical grade silicone is a great way to start because it's not gonna you know um get bacteria on it that way if you're transitioning through many different partners you can use it mm. and not be afraid or like make it disposable. okay let's go on to that topic so this oh. is this oh. is the thing like aside from warranties and all that jazz let's go on the topic of, of you so i've i've heard this before someone has a sex toy that they use with their partner they break up they still have the sex toy Ooh, it's a good sanitizable one. they want to they get a new partner and they will like whip it out again and i've had uh i've heard many stories of people being really offended by that like, well Where's that toy from? Is it brand new? No. Did you use it with someone else? Yes. And they freak the fuck out. They're like, oh my 
God, I can't believe you want to use this sex around me again. Whether and not even just something for penetrative sex, like an external vibrator. Not everyone's going to be comfortable with that. So how, what's what's your take on that? How do you feel about that? Like if someone did that with you, you went to their house, they had a lie spot, and it was out of the package. Lia Spot is an external vibe, the first one that April ever used and had her her, her very first vibrator. Oh, yeah. Out of the package. And they were like, hey, hey, girl, let me use this on you. What, how would you feel Okay, so it? first, like, as a side disclaimer, I'm kind of a germaphobe. Yes, you are. <laughs> so <laughs> for me, I would be like, oh, I'd rather just bring my own sex toy. Yeah, or buy a new one. I would yeah. probably prefer personally not to use theirs. And it has nothing to do with like... And you can't sanitize, even though you right, can sanitize. Right, right. Yeah. And it's an external vibe. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I would say, hey, like, let's take a step back. Maybe next time we'll go, I'll bring a vibrator we over. We can go shopping together. We can go shopping together. But I personally, like, I, I would, like the cock rings I use with my ex-husband, I have not brought out. Like, I'd be like, you want to mm-hmm. use this cock? No, I threw them all in the garbage because I'm like, I'd rather just get new ones. Um, but when they're my toys, like all the toys that I have in my drawer, I've used with multiple dudes. But you're using them mostly on yourself. But I'm using yeah. them on myself. Exactly. So yeah. I think that's okay. But yeah. if I go over to a guy's house and he busts out a sex toy that is out of package. Uh, designed for a female body. Do, yeah. I, I yeah. would say, uh, we're, we're, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. We're like, did you just buy that? No. Okay. I'd be excited. Okay. I'd, I'd praise him for. Yeah. yeah thank you for ha- wanting to use a sex toy. Yes. Mm-hmm. For thanking. Thank you for wanting to use a sex toy. I'm totally into this. But for me, I'd rather just like get a new one mm-hmm. or bring one of my own over. Yeah. Even if it's fully sanitizable. Yeah. They, well, okay. Let's get down with the hippie level too of like, this was used in an energetic space where someone may have had some mind blowing orgasm. And I don't know if the silicone absorbed the orgasm or whatever, but like there's meaning behind it. You know, there's yes. memories, there's some other things. And um, I don't think it's something to freak the fuck out about and be like, you bitch, I can't believe no. that you brought this out. And if anything, it's something to praise someone like, thank you for wanting to pleasure me with a sex way. That's awesome. And yeah. I would rather use my own or a new one. Thank you. I just, and I would just be very upfront about it unless you're comfortable with it. Some people might not mind, which is great. It's all each to their own, but I know that I would communicate at a level of, Hey, I'm really like impressed with you. And like you're, you took some initiative and like, that's amazing. Like you just scored two points. Maybe you're hitting tier one level soon. Ooh, tier one. You just bumped up to tier two. Yeah. You were tier two, but now you're tier one. Um, and I just want to say like next time I'll know. And this is, this is securing your next time spot, by the way, but by, by you busting out a sex toy. Um, but yeah, I think that I'd just say like, um, you know, let's let's move forward mm-hmm. the uh, the old fashioned way, but not missionary, please. <laughs> no, yeah, so let's switch it up. I want to get on top. So, do we have anything else you want to say about sex? Is it feeling? I think we gave a pretty good rendition of like what to look for, yeah. like lube, the importance of lube, and and just the taking taking away the shame of using sex toys. Of course, as we say all these things on this podcast. To each their own, right? You're different strokes for different folks. Haha, <laughs> literally. You get to choose what works for you. You are your own authority. You get to make your rules. So just because we praise something doesn't mean you have to love it. Like we have a lot of experience, but it doesn't have to be for you. So you get to decide what works best for you. And if you have a whole different agenda or story, then we support that all consensual sex is good sex. Absolutely. And we encourage people to kind of question their thinking when it comes to shame. You know, like, why am I uncomfortable with the concept behind using a sex toy? Is it because it brings up my own securities of I'm not enough? And um, how can I look deeper into that to expand my horizons and have more pleasure and more bonuses and a more expansive experiences with my partners and myself? It's all about just 
getting freeing yourself of any shame. Feel good. If it makes you feel good, feel good about having that experience. Mm-hmm. And if you know your sex, you want to you want to kind of take it to another level, try some sex toys. Uh, try some lube, but feel good and it's all about the shameless sex. Mm-hmm. Be empowered, be you, be beautiful. <laughs> Yes. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. For joining us. Wait to give you more shameless sex talk from April and Amy. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.